All right, good afternoon, good morning, good evening uh, from wherever you are calling in from. Uh, what I wanted to do today, I mean, today is just analyzing this chart. So uh, I thought, you know, well, let's let's go ahead and take a look at some charts. If anybody has any stocks they want me to take a look at, I don't mind. Um, so we'll start with that. So if you want, go ahead and type in the stocks that you might want us to look at. But in the meantime, while I wait for that, how many people are bullish in this market? How many people believe that we are still expecting a bearish uh, recession, I should say, in 2023? Um, you know, if you're bullish, let me know. If you're bearish, let me know. Uh, because I know there's a lot of comments out there about, hey, have we hit the bottom yet? Have we not? Uh, la, da, la, da, la. And so uh, my, my take on this is that we are actually bullish. I see a lot of bearish in here. Okay, so Godwin, Godwin, Okie, uh, Godwin, are you Nigerian, by the way? It sounds, that sounds like a Nigerian name, Godwin Okie. That might be a Nigerian name. You are? Okay, great, great. I'm Nigerian too, man. Excellent, excellent. Um, as soon as I saw your name, I was like, yeah, that has to be a Nigerian name. That's awesome. Okay, so, so um, oh, so you know. Okay, good, good. Um, so I have, uh, one person said mixed side. So basically, I guess maybe uh, on the fence. Uh, I'm here to tell you that the market is hit bottom, okay? Um, anybody, uh, I, I didn't put a presentation about myself and all that stuff, but um, yeah, my name is clearly Nigerian. <laughs> but um, in, I wish, oh, man, I, now I think I wish I had put this together. Uh, forgive me for not being more prepared because again, today was just analyze stocks, analyze stocks, but I think it's very important. Like now that I'm talking to you guys, man, I wish I had shown, put some, um, some 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 stuff at least together to kind of show you because uh, we had talked about how in October when things were bottoming out we were kind of skeptical, all right. But then by November when November came, I was like, oh my goodness, yes, this market is has turned bullish. And then we had the the Fed announcement that came out in December. You guys recall December 13, Fed announcement came out, which is around here, which pulled the market back down. And at that time, to be quite honest, we were kind of confused. It's like, huh, why is it going down? It shouldn't be going down, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, well, let's see. If, it, if this bear market still has legs, then what we would see is that it would come all the way down to this level down here. So when it started reversing over here, uh, it was at that point that I said, okay, yes. I said, I pity anybody who's trying to do who's trying to go short in this market going forward. And when I say short, obviously you can short for like the day or something. If you're doing short-term intraday trading, fine, that's fine. But I'm talking about long-term, like the big picture. I pity the person who is trying to go short in this market. And I also pity the person who's not taking advantage of the beginning of the next bull market. I have been able to call the... Uh, the top of the pandemic, like two weeks before the market started dropping in 2020, I called that. I wrote about that. I have a whole report where I have all that information there. Um, when we hit bottom in March of 2020, I, I wrote about that. I was begging people to get back into the market. Uh, a lot of people didn't believe it until we reached new all-time highs. And even after we reached new all-time highs, people were skeptical. Um, the, 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 the top of cryptocurrencies uh, early last year, in January, I wrote about that. I actually did a video on YouTube about that uh, to let people know that things are going down. Uh, I also talked about the market itself ready to go down. And so uh, there was a lot of things that I, I shared. And then now in November, I'm saying we've hit bottom. And again, like it has been in the past, people are still skeptical. No, 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 I don't know. We have to wait and see. But I'm saying, and I'm here to tell you, I was like, the market is bullish. Um, we are breaking uh, bearish, bearish. The bearishness in the market has turned. And and let me just let me just show you a couple of things. I'm not going to show you everything, but let me just show you a couple of things. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I teach is I, I talk about this. I have a six week coaching program. We started that in January. The next one comes up in March. If you're interested in that, I highly highly recommend you you join into that. But we have this six week coaching where I go into full details of how to really see what's going on in the markets by just looking at data and technical analysis. I mean that anybody who knows me, I don't pay attention to news. I don't care for news. Even yesterday when the Fed announcement was coming out, uh, a good buddy of mine texted me and said, hey, today's a day. I'm like, what's going on? Because I'm over here, you know, hanging out with my wife and kids. And it's like, oh, the Fed is coming out. I was like, okay, yeah, I know the Fed is coming out, but I don't really, it doesn't really concern me what the Fed says. 
I said, because I can see that the market is ready to go bullish. And I said, you know, whatever happens, what happened, I say, if we are wrong, we'll see it on the chart and we'll adjust accordingly. But I say, for right now, everything is pointing. I say, I cannot find a bullish signal or bullish sign, in, uh, a bearish sign, I should say. I cannot find a bearish sign in the market. And I said, for that reason, I find it hard to try to go bullish. I mean, to, to try to go bearish, sorry. So we are 100% bullish. Um, I'm very excited. I love bullish markets better than bearish market. But one of the things that I teach in my six-year coaching program is this concept called the structure. Okay, um, so MS is asking, SPX needs to break 4,160 and remain above. When did you become bullish and why? I'm about to show you that. When, when did I become bullish and why? So I became bullish in November and I'm gonna show you why now, okay? Uh, I don't believe in the 4,160 and staying above, but um, I'm gonna show you this right now, okay? So one of the, one of the things that I teach um, and I've learned is um, if, if you understand real estate, right? Um, yes, bullish market is slow, bearish market drops faster. You're absolutely right. But in so let me let me get back on track. So what I was trying to help you see is that I believe in something called the structure of a trend. Okay. Now it's nothing new. Everybody knows the structure of any trend. Uh, we 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 understand it to be higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, right? Everybody knows this. If you don't know this, this is very, very basic. This is like basic 101 kind of thing. All right. And the bearish market is this lower highs, lower low. So you have a lower high and then you have a lower low, right? And you have a lower high and then you have a lower low, okay? That is a structure of a bearish trend. So far, so good. Okay, and if I was to show you the picture of a, of a house, as opposed to the picture of, like if I showed you some real estate properties and I showed you a picture of a single family home and I showed you a picture of an apartment complex and if I showed you a picture of a retail store, you'll be able to see the difference, even though the structures are all the same. And what I mean by the structure is they all have roofs, right? They all have windows, they all have walls, and they all have doors. Those are four things that you always see in every single property, any, any single property, whether it's single family home, apartment complex, retail, prop, uh, retail centers, malls, they all have those four things, a roof, doors, uh, windows, and what did I say? Walls, right? Those four things, okay? So when you think about it that way, and then I, and I, I saw that, and at least I think about that, and I think about it in the stock market, I said, every stock has patterns. Very good. They all have patterns. And the uptrend, again, is you know, demarcated by higher highs, higher lows. And the downtrend is demarcated by lower highs, lower lows. Okay? So one of the things that I see here is that when price starts coming down, down, up, down, up, down, up, what are we having now? See, when a stock is getting ready to reverse, when a stock is getting ready to reverse, if it was going up like this, sometimes what it would do is form some type of a double top and then it starts doing this. Now, what you'll notice is that there's a time where it doesn't make a higher high anymore. And then it actually starts taking out the lower low. Likewise, when it's coming down and it's doing this, eventually it does something like this and then it starts doing this, right? And this is where, if you saw what Anka was talking about earlier, there's some type of a double bottom in some cases. Sometimes it's just not even a double bottom. It just does this, and then it just starts doing this. So, but the idea is that we're no longer dealing with lower highs, lower low. Does that make sense? We're no longer dealing with lower highs, lower lows. And so if you look at this right now, lower high, lower low, lower high, lower low, lower high, lower low, lower high, and guess what we have right there? Higher lows, okay? Higher lows, okay? Show this on the ES. Absolutely, there's nothing wrong showing this on the ES. Here's the ES, okay? Here's the ES right here. Um, you see this? Same thing. Lower highs, lower low, lower highs, lower lows, lower highs, lower low, lower highs. And what do we have here? Higher lows, okay? And so when you see this, this is what I mean by just the structure. So when I ask that question, how many people are bullish or bearish? I say like, if nothing else, just looking at this. And then, um, like you said, the trend line, if we can even draw a trend line and forgive my trend line, it might not be the greatest trend line right here. What do we notice? Let me try that again. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can do this better. If we look at this, and I'm just going to connect this line right here all the way to here. Let me even just do it this right here. 
And what I'm going to do, so we, we, what we're doing here now is we connected this dot, this top with this top with this top, right? So three touches establishes a trend. That's usually what we know. And then we're going to extend this to the right. And what do we have now? Now, one of the biggest reasons why I believe a lot of people are not seeing this is because they don't zoom out. Okay. So in order to see this, you have to literally zoom out to the weekly time frame. If you're the type of person that's only focused on the you know, one minute chart, five minute chart, you probably have no clue that this was happening on the bigger picture. Does that make sense? And this is why I'm saying at this stage now, we have broken, like since the market started going bearish in January, we have now broken this level here. Okay. And so, so this is where he said, I got, that's where I got the 41,600 from. Very good. So at this stage, hopefully, even with that, it's okay, if we stay above that, to me, it's like, look, we could actually pull back. There's nothing wrong with seeing price go up. We break out, right? Then we pull back and maybe it'll come somewhere around this area, right? And then it goes back up again. But the key is that the structure has changed, ladies and gentlemen, the structure has changed. And the reason why is because now, for the first time since we started doing all this, we've established the first time now a higher low and a what? Higher high. Does that make sense? So this is why I say I pity anybody who's trying to stay bearish in this market. The trend has changed, ladies and gentlemen. I pity the person who's not taking advantage of these type of trades right now and say, look, we are in the beginning of new bullish market. You know, when the pandemic hit back over here, and we saw that too, and we were telling people, hey, this is the bottom, market's going to go higher. It wasn't until like 2021, somewhere over here, that people say, oh man, I wish I had bought back here, right? I don't want us making that same mistake saying, I wish I had bought in January, December, January of 2023, December 2022, January 2023, or maybe even February 2023. The market structure has changed, okay? So yes. The bearish trend to me is pretty much done. Okay. Uh, uh, so, higher high, well, let me say, so higher lows, higher high versus lower lows, lower high. Let me make sure you're saying that right. Higher lows, yep, and higher highs versus lower lows and lower highs. Exactly. Exactly. That is exactly what it is. So, you, you just kind of set it backwards. It's, it's, it's usually higher high, higher lows, and lower high, lower lows. Okay. But no, you're absolutely right. So, we have a higher, this is a high. So, we have a lower, uh, uh, we have a low right here, we'll just high low, then we have a lower high, and then we had a lower low, right? And then we have a lower high, and then we have a lower low again. Then we had another lower high here, but we had a higher low, and now we have a higher high. So higher highs, higher lows, okay? That's kind of like what we're talking about there. So again, we zoom in out into the big picture and seeing that, wait a second, this lower high, lower low, lower high, lower low, lower high, lower low is now over, and we're back into a higher high, higher low situation, just like we had over here. If we had higher highs, higher low, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, lower low. Okay, so it's a higher highs, higher low, higher highs, higher low, higher highs, higher low, higher highs, higher low, higher highs, lower low. And then we had a lower high, right? And so this is why by April, I was begging people. I, I mean, I couldn't, I wish I had a bigger platform. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not a big, you know, guy that has a lot of big following, but I was begging people, stay away, stay away, stay away, stay away, stay away. The market is bearish. People were like, no, 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 it's going to come back. It's going to come back. And I'm like, ah. I said, I don't know how else to explain this to you. But this is not a market that's ready to go higher. And I told people, I said, look, when the time comes, when it's ready to go higher, I'll let you know. And that's what I'm doing now. The fibs and Elliott Wade all intertwined. Now, unfortunately, I don't use fibs and I don't use Elliott Wade. So I can't even comment on those. I apologize, Matt. Um, it's not my style. I'm not saying anything about it, good or bad. I'm just saying it's not my style. I don't use that. I don't use fibs and I don't use Elliott Wade. Uh, Elliott Wade, I just never learned it. So I don't know anything about Elliott Wade's Fibonacci's. Um, I just found a better way, okay? I just found an easier way for me, and, and, and that's why I use that now. But if we understand this concept, everybody got this now? So hopefully we now see, hey, I see something bigger taking place on these charts that is telling me 
we should not be bearish in this market anymore. We need to be bullish. Now, here's the interesting thing, because a lot of people are saying, oh, no, we're heading for a recession. We're doing this. And I'm saying to myself, I hear what they're saying, but I'm looking at what they're doing. Do we want to go by what they're telling us or do we want to follow what we see them doing? Two different things. And I say that because I'm going to take you back to even GBTC when this was happening on GBTC. Okay. When, when I saw this on GBTC, you can see this right here. Uh, this is a crypto. Okay. So I'm seeing all this taking place in cryptos. And I'm saying, okay, you know, after this came back and I said, this, 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 and then I saw this. So this was in January when we took out this low. I said, wait a second, guys, something is not right. Don't trade cryptos. And then it came all the way down here. I was like, wow. So that's when I went online. I said, something has horribly changed in cryptocurrencies. Do not get involved in cryptocurrencies. And, and again, at that time, the people were saying, no, cryptos is going to 100,000. Crypto was going to 500,000. I said, look, I'm not saying it's not going to get there. But I said, right now, that's not what they're doing. They are exiting these things, okay? And people are like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And I said, all I can say is I won't be the one investing in it. You can go look at my YouTube video. I, I had it on my YouTube, January 10, 2022. Get out of cryptocurrencies. Why? Structure had changed, okay? <clears throat> Structure has changed. So just like I can see uh, an uh, apartment complex, if you put an apartment complex in front of me, I can see that. If you put a single family home in front of me, I can see, I said, that's a single family home. That's an apartment. That's a retail center. And I'm saying, when I see the structure, I don't argue with the structure. Okay. And that's the idea. I'd rather be, I'd rather be wrong than lose money. <laughs> Very interesting. Right? So exactly. Exactly. I'd rather be wrong than lose. Regarding structure, when I see the structure, and this is why I tell people, I said, look, I'm not going to argue with anything. I see the structure. It's, it's like if somebody is building a house, right? And you're telling me, and I'm seeing like what looks like an apartment complex. You have all these, you know, you, you, have you ever seen a structure of an apartment complex being built? And somebody comes to you and says, oh, no, 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 that's not an apartment complex. It's a, it's a single family home. And I'm like, nope, that's not what a single family home looks like. I might be wrong, but that's not what it looks like. And I said, no, no, no. They said they were going to build a single family home in this, in this plot of land. And I'm saying, well, that doesn't look like a single family home. That looks like an apartment complex. And it's like, we got to wait till they finish building it. But I'm like, the way this is going, mm -mm, I disagree with you. Does that make sense? That's what I'm seeing here. And so when I look at the structure, I'm going to say, hey, the structure looks to me like it's going higher. But the key, uh, somebody asked secret number one, the secret is you got to zoom out. You're not going to see this if you're so zoomed in. You have to learn to zoom out every once in a while, whether it's once a month, once a quarter, just zoom out and say, where's the big picture going so I can see where we are now? Look left, exactly, like as if you're crossing the street. Look left and see. Now, here is the other thing. So I zoomed out even more into the monthly time frame on cryptos, and I'm seeing it. Wait a second. What this shows me is double tops, and by January, when this happened, we took out the neckline of this double top. I said, the fact that this is happening on a bigger time frame, that is a structure of a stock that is topped out and is going to struggle. Now, how low it goes, I don't know, but I said, it's going to struggle. And that's why I was telling people, you just have to learn certain structures that occur in the market. Now, we go back to the S&P 500. Um, <clears throat> okay, actually, before I do that, let me show you this in uh, Amazon, because this was when I was like, oh my goodness, something has really changed, right? When I saw, saw that same double top here in Amazon back in 2022, January 2022. And at that point, Amazon was doing this. It had been going sideways. And then in January, this was January right here. And I was like, oh my goodness. I said, not only did we have a double top, it's almost like putting the roof on. They put on the roof. And then now things are beginning to fall apart. I was like, this is happening to Amazon, one of the biggest companies in the world. Crypto's doing the same thing. S&P 500 is doing something similar. I was like, wow. You can't tell me that something is not wrong. And at the time, they'll say, oh, no, things are going to go to the moon and beyond. I said, they're telling us these things, but I'm seeing something different. Here's the next thing. I want you guys to see something here. This right here is a pattern that shows up, and I covered this. We call it the right side candle. I have a whole course on just this alone. Matter of fact, I'm doing a whole workshop on this tonight. If you're interested in getting in uh, for like $97, you can, you can get in tonight. But I'm doing a whole course on candlesticks, right? But this right here is one of the candlesticks that you would see when a market is bottoming out. 
And I'm seeing this appear in so many stocks, so many uh, ETFs. And it's like, this doesn't appear out of nowhere, okay? Has Amazon had to finish the other side of the structure? So let's go back here. So here's the thing. As it's falling down now, it hasn't completed this yet, but like I said, there are certain warning signs you can start seeing. You know, it's kind of like when you start building the structure, like I said, right? So even though we don't have a fully blown, fully, you know, uh, completed house, as we're building it up, I can say, hey, wait a second. I can see that it seems like they're going to be building a single family home here. Oh, the way they're building this, it seems like they're going to be building a retail center here, a shopping mall. Or the way they're building this, this very much likely looks like an apartment complex. So there are certain things that you can see. And one of those are is this down here, which is one of the patterns that occurs almost so regularly. There are three patterns that usually show up right when the market is ready to hit bottom. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. $97, guys. You can come in and come check it out. Okay. Um, it's going to be about two hours long. If you can't make it live, it's going to be recorded. You can get the recording today. All right. So um, make sure you email us info at right side trading. Uh, I'll give you all that. Okay. Yes. So this is where, even if it's only for two weeks, there's a lot of information that is packed here. Okay. There's a lot of information. One of them is, you know, you want confirmation. One of them is zooming into a smaller time frame and seeing how that's structured. Okay. Or, you know, it's like looking under the hood, what's going on on a smaller time frame. All that kind of stuff is like I said, what I'll be sharing tonight. But the fact is I'm seeing this and I'm saying that looks like a bottoming pattern. It's already in the works. Now, even if I had to wait to kind of like see whether or not it's going to like really confirm and complete itself, that's fine. But the one thing I do though, unlike in January when I was telling people, get out, get out, get out. Now I'm telling people, you really want to start considering getting in. Does that make sense? You really want to start considering getting in. There are signs and it's not guessing, hoping, wishing. It's just understanding what data to analyze. And that's why I don't care about the news. I don't pay attention to news. I don't look at economic data. It's all about analyzing the charts. And that's what I specialize in, okay? It's the reason why we call, like, it's one thing if I call the top one time, twice, but consistently over and over and over, then that tells you something, right? So market is bullish is what I'm seeing. Let's go here to the S&P 500 and let's see what's going on here on the S&P 500. Is there any wonder that is up? No, not to me, okay? Because part of what you get to learn tonight is, you know, first, most people can see what this is. This is what you call a bullish Harami signal. Does anybody know what a bullish Harami signal communicates? What does it tell you? Like, you might have heard about it, but what does it communicate? What is the unique quality of a bullish? And don't just say, oh, it lets you know that the market is ready to go higher or is going to, um, it's pregnant. Very good. I like that. All right. It's, uh, it's, it's let, so it's like pregnant. Something is about to be what? Born. Okay, something is about to be born. But one of the very unique things, in, God bless you, Jonathan. You must have taken my course, Jonathan. I don't know who you are, but you must have taken my course. A bullish Harami signal, literally what Jonathan just said, indicates that the end of a trend, you haven't, wow, very interesting. Very, very interesting. You're the first person, I kid you not. I, get to, I, I need to get to know you. You're the first person I met ever that actually worded it exactly like that, okay? Um, a bullish Harami signal indicates that the trend is coming to an end, okay? And so if that's the case, we know this. So just like you said earlier, uh, MS, I'm not sure what your name is, but uh, Matt. Matt said, hey, this trend, this trend is pregnant. Well, what trend is pregnant? The bullish trend is getting pregnant. We're about to give birth to a new trend, a bullish trend. And then if we go with what Jonathan says, it's like the end of the old trend is pretty much over. This, ladies and gentlemen, is happening on a monthly time frame. Again, if you're looking at one minute, two minute, five minute, you're not going to see this if you're not paying attention. And so this is why I said there are things that we can see. There's no guessing. There's no hoping. And so me seeing this in October, whoever asked that question earlier, uh, somebody had asked the question earlier, like, when did you know that the market was getting ready to reverse? And I said, October was when I first saw it, but I wanted to wait. I, I was kind of still skeptical, okay? Uh, D21 is serious strength. I'm not sure what you mean by D21. Is that daily chart 21? I, I don't know what you mean by that. D21 is serious strength. Uh, help me out with that, Matt. 
I'm not sure what you mean by D21. Forgive me for that. But somebody had asked earlier and they said, how did you know and when did you know that the market was getting ready to turn? And I said, the first clue was in October. By November, okay, so the daily chart, 21 days on, uh, in a month. Okay, good. Yeah, and, and I'm not surprised. I, I'm really not surprised. Again, because we saw the warning signs in October. Even I was skeptical, okay? But by November, I was like, yeah, this thing is ready to go higher. And that's why I said by November, I say October, we first saw the warning signs and the market was ready to go down. The reason why was because we saw this bullish Harami signal. And just to, exactly to what Jonathan said, that told me that the end of that trend is, 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 is here. And I was like, what? I couldn't believe it myself. I said, wow, October, end of trend is here. And we're about to give birth to a new trend because it's pregnant. Like, wow, this is good information to know. So now I just needed to wait for confirmation. I needed to know if it was going to deliver, right? And that's why I needed to wait to November. And people call it confirmation. I just needed confirmation. That's waiting to make sure that it's actually been delivered. And that's what happened here. When I saw this, I said, yep. I said, good luck. Anybody trying to short this market, good luck. I said, good luck. I say, you better start getting into the market, start buying. And so that's when we started recommending to people. Hey, guys, this bear market is over. I know it sounds crazy, okay? Uh, I know it sounds, sounds crazy. It has been a nasty cons- consolidation until now. Honestly, it was really just a Fed announcement that happened in December. That's what knocked it off. That was the nasty consolidation. Because so, things were beginning to move. Let me show you this. So we, we, can we all agree that we understand my concept of like how I now saw that this market is not only has a hit bottom, okay, but the new bullish trend has begun. We got that, okay? So I've answered that question. We can see that now. And again, tonight I'm doing a full class, a two-hour presentation on analyzing candlesticks, how to use this, how I use this, how to like see information that most people are not even aware of, okay? Um, so anyway, so that's how I saw that. Now. Again, then you kind of go in into, like I said, then you gotta, once you see the bigger picture, you want to zoom into this, you know, under the hood and see what's going on. And so going over here to the daily time frame, everything was looking fine, literally. Okay. What do we have? We started having higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs. And then this happened. Okay. And then it seems like market was ready, ready, getting ready to do what? Go higher until the Fed came out. And if you guys, I don't know how many people recall, this was December 13th. That was when the CPI report came out. If you guys recall, anybody who was paying attention will remember this, that morning, the SPX shot up 120 points. That was up almost 1,000 points, if not more. By the end of that day, it had given it all back. And I remember seeing that. I was saying, huh, that's not right. That shouldn't be happening. See, like how we see this today, how it goes up and it stays up? That's what it's supposed to do. Some of the little nuggets that you get to learn about what should be happening, what shouldn't be happening, what are warning signs, what are red flags that you should be paying attention to. So I see this and I was like, wait a second, that's not right. The feds were supposed to come out with an announcement the next day. It comes out with the announcement, boom, it drops. I say, oh man. And so at that point, I said, you know what? Maybe after all, this pregnancy, right, quote unquote, or this confirmation is not going to hold. Something bigger is taking place. So in this case, we're expecting things to come down. And people are like, oh, this is the next thing. And I said, if there was any time for the market to go down, this was the perfect opportunity for it to take out these lows right here. And that's honestly what I was expecting to happen until I saw this. Boom. Remember that same candlestick signal that I told you about on the monthly time frame that tells you we are at the bottom? This one right here. Okay. Um, actually, not that one. Uh, that wasn't the one. What was it that I was showing you guys? Uh, was it, oh man, what was it? It was another one, was it? This, nope, that wasn't, that was Amazon. Let me see. Amazon, I think it was on Amazon, the monthly chart of Amazon. Okay, monthly chart of Amazon. You guys remember that on the monthly chart of Amazon? Right here. And I said, this is a pattern that shows up when things bottom out. You guys remember that? That pattern right there. Now I want you guys to see this. Now we're going to go to the S&P 500 and we're going to go to the daily time frame. After the Fed made the announcement and this was coming down, guess what appeared right here? Boom. Same candlestick. Guess what appeared right here? Boom. Same candlestick. And so I'm seeing this and I was like, no way. Right? And I'm saying, this is now looking under the hood. So 
So now, and this happened to be just two to three weeks after the Fed announcement. And I said, wait a second, if we're supposed to be in a bear market, like everybody's saying, if we're supposed to be going down and this is supposed to be a recession, this should not be showing up, okay? This should not be showing up. And so the fact that these were beginning to show up, I said, oh man, yes, we got derailed by the Fed announcement, but by here, again, I was like, guys, please get back in the market. I'm begging you. Please get back in the market. Yes, there's going to be volatility because there's a lot of people who are going to be skeptical. There are people who want to short every single rally. They say, fade the rally, fade the rally. I said, don't fade the rally. This market is ready to go higher. We've seen it on the bigger picture. Now I'm looking under the hood and under the hood is saying, yep, that's it. We had a hiccup. This was a speed bump along the way because again, things were trying to go higher, right? Things are trying to go higher. We had a speed bump. But I was like, it's back on track again. And then look at this now. Have we not cleared that whole level that caused that speed bump back in December? We're now back above that. This would not be happening if we're in a bear market, okay? Gappy since October kept shaking out holders. Exactly. Literally. I totally agree with that. Engulfing is stronger than Harami. That's correct. Very good, okay? P and L all over the place. Yes, right? But the thing is, the structure is what? It's changing. And that's the thing that I'm trying to get us to see is like, it's not rocket science, but it's not an exact science either, but it's not rocket science. It's understanding what to look for. And so now that the market is going higher, I'm saying, wow, get ready. And that's why I asked that question at the beginning. How many people are still bearish? Please don't be bearish. Please. Just like I was begging people in January, please get out of your positions. I'm now saying, don't stay bearish. Market's ready to go higher. Oh, but Wally, the economy is not looking good. That's the same thing they said during the 2020 pandemic. Everybody was looking at the economic data. They were looking at unemployment rates. They were looking at how many jobs were, uh, how many jobless claims were being filed. They were looking at how many places were being opened, how many people were dying of coronavirus. They were looking at all that stuff while the market, you know, kept on going higher. This is 2020, right? This is the pandemic. It only affected for two months and this started happening. While everybody was paying attention to uh, coronavirus deaths, they were looking at unemployment rate, jobless claims, you know, how many people affected, how many people are not. They were looking at all the wrong data, but what the chart was communicating to them. So don't make that mistake, please. Okay. And then when things got to all-time highs, people got upset. Oh, the greedy Wall Street people. I said, no, they were not greedy. It's just that they distracted you with all the news out there while they we're getting involved. And same thing with cryptocurrency. When I was all oh, buy cryptocurrency, you know, I'd say it's going to a million dollars or a hundred thousand for half a million. And I'm saying, how can it be going to half a million when they sell it? The signs are there, but people choose to ignore that and feel good about the story rather than saying, okay, you're telling me this story, but let me see what the chart is actually doing. Always go back to structure for bearings and sensibility. The same thing I do. I don't care. I love Warren Buffett. It doesn't matter what Warren Buffett says. I have to go back to the chart and see. Not that I'm saying I'm better than him, but just for my own sanity, I have to go back to the charts. Okay. Let's look at gold. I'm seeing gold. Let's look at gold. I was telling people, get ready. Guys, remember that pattern in Amazon? Guess what this is on the monthly chart of gold. See, when you zoom out, it's almost like looking at a map, right? Like if if you're in a forest or if you're just driving on a street that you've never been before. You can go straight. Okay, I'm supposed to go straight. You see the stoplight, stoplight, stoplight after. You're like, should I turn left? Should I turn right? You don't know where to go. But if you zoom out and you look at the GPS, the GPS shows you the map. Oh, your your destination is two miles down the block. You would have never known that if you didn't zoom out. And that's what I see happening here. So I'm telling people, gold is doing well. Okay. One other thing was I started noticing many companies were reaching all-time highs. Okay. Many companies were reaching all-time highs. I saw companies like this company. Oh, man, I can't, I can't type right. United Rentals. And I'm saying to myself, if we were in a bear market, why are we seeing companies making all-time highs? Caterpillar. If we were in a bear market, why are we making all-time highs? Are you guys seeing this? And it's like, wait a second. We should not be making all-time highs if the market is still bearish. 
And there were so many different companies, others that were not there, were getting closer to making all-time highs. And I'm saying to myself, that's not what you're supposed to see. And again, this is going back to the whole, they telling you it's going down, but it's, but you can see that it's going up. Learning to see. This is the same bottoming pattern, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm telling you, I'm going to show you so much more tonight. The same bottoming pattern that happened is like, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, look, I would rather focus on what I see on the chart. And so when we started seeing these things, one of the strategies, Monzumba, <laughs> one of the strategies that we like to use personally, one of my favorites is seasonality. Most of you guys have probably heard of seasonality. If you've never heard of seasonality, I encourage you to learn about seasonality. Okay. Why? The stock market is literally comprised of just companies. And if you understand seasonality, seasonality is just something where, hey, there's a season for everything. If you're in the up north, you know, and you sell winter coats, this is the season for it. In about a couple more months, you won't you'd do well selling winter coats anymore. You would do well selling bikinis and swimming trunks in Florida in about a couple more months. Why? Season has changed. That's seasonality. The people who sell winter coats, they better start adjusting or they have to shut their business down onto next winter. That is seasonality. And after all, we trade in stocks, right? Stocks are just companies. And these companies have certain times of the year when they do well and when they don't. We are in February. What's the one event that everybody celebrates in February? Does everybody know? The one event all around the world that everybody celebrates in February. Valentine's. Thank you. Valentine's Day. Okay. So are we going to have St. Valentine's Day again this year? The answer is yes. If that's the case, how many people have thought, wait a second, what are the companies that benefit from Valentine's Day? What type of companies benefit from Valentine's Day? Have we even thought about investing in those type of companies? If you said candy companies, you'll be right. Some people call it sweets, depending on where you're listening in from. If you're from the UK or from Nigeria, you'll call it sweets. You don't call it candy. If you're from America, you call it candy. Maybe Canadians, they call it candy. I'm not sure, right? What about flowers? People ordering flowers. What about cards? People writing cards. They're doing all this stuff. But the one thing that people are going to do is they're going to celebrate this by buying stuff. So you start thinking, wait a second, 1-800-Flowers, great. Has anybody ever looked at invested in 1-800-Flowers leading up to Valentine's Day? If not, and you say you understand seasonality, why are you not doing that? And 1-800-Flowers is like one of the simplest examples I can give. I tell people this all the time. Every month, there's something being celebrated. Look, in two months, we're going to have the one event that everybody in America, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in America, everybody in America has to do this one thing in April. You know what that is? Taxes. Taxes. Who tends to benefit from filing taxes? H&R Block. How many people have made it a point to have H&R Block on their list to trade in the month of April? That's seasonality. Intuit. I don't think they, are they actually in a, I'm not sure if Intuit is a, now Liberty Tax. Yeah. I'm not sure if Intuit is, is are they a publicly traded company? Intuit? I don't know. I never thought about Intuit. TurboTax. Yeah. Okay, good. See, um, I'm glad you said that because now I got to go look at the chart of that one now, right? What's the ticket symbol for Intuit? Help me out with that. Um, I never knew about Intuit. Okay. Well, okay. So that's April. What about fast forward um, uh, um, May? Who else? What is the one event that everybody celebrates in May? And, and you see how this is, this is as simple as we make the stock market. And this is why I don't have to trade every single day. To me, it's about preparation. Those who are prepared would do better. Does that make sense? And so um, February, 1-800-Flowers is what I look at. Okay. Uh, Mother's Day in May. God bless you. Spring is cars, right? Um, July, 4th of July. I mean, if you think about it, 4th of July, what companies can benefit? Like, just think about that. What companies can benefit from 4th of July? Okay. KHC. Is that, uh, is that, no, that's not uh, KHC. What's KHC? Is that the uh, vehicle companies or is that the ketchup, the ketchup company? Okay. All right. So you have ketchup that will benefit from 4th of July. Why? Because everybody's cooking something, right? Heinz ketchup. Thank you. Heinz ketchup. Food, like hot dogs, hamburgers. So Tyson Foods would be kind of companies to pay attention to. Uh, do people travel for 4th of July? Ah, okay. So if people are traveling for 4th of July, what companies can we depend on? Oil and gas, um, rental cars, 
airlines, right? And 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 this is kind of like what I keep on trying to tell people is like it's so simple. You just have to put things together and line it up. And so what I teach people to do is say, hey, here's a list of stocks that, and then even we can go to the extent where we can find other companies that we don't even know about, but they move. So let me show you guys this. Just do this. This is the right side report. I I have a report I write every weekend. And um, I want to show you guys this. This is the report that I wrote on January 22nd. So just a few weeks ago, okay? A few weeks ago, I said, this week, we will be highlighting the seasonal charts of stocks that have a seasonal pattern coming up within the next few weeks. Why? Because I knew this was coming up. Hello. 1-800-Flowers. Nine times in the last 10 years, 1-800-Flowers has rallied during the last week of January until Valentine's Day. We will wait for the right model to give us a buy signal on the daily or weekly chart before buying 1-800-Flowers. See, I created a whole platform based on this concept that can track stocks that moves during these periods of time. And my goal was to say, hey, let's make sure that we can find them so that two things. One, we know which stocks are getting ready to move. But two, what if they don't do it this year? What if something happens? We don't control the market. What if they can't make it this year? How would I know? And so I embarked on a whole research. Like, what are the things that I need to know to help me see and make sure that I don't get into the ones that are not going to happen. So last year, when 1-800-Flowers did not move or didn't, wasn't successful, the one time it didn't do it in the last 10 years, this platform was able to help us see, the software was able to help us see it and told us, don't get involved in 1-800-Flowers. And that saved us from jumping in. Except for, I was being honest, I got greedy. And I'm just being 100% honest with you. I got greedy. And even though I saw the platform saying, don't jump in, I said, well, I've, I've never failed to make money on 1-800-Flowers. Valentine's is coming up. It's going to work. It's going to work. And it didn't. And I had to learn my lesson. Thank you. So we'll look into it too as well. But here's the chart right here. Here's a platform. And it's very, you know, I, I try to make it very simple because even my kids use this. When I tell my kids this, I say to my kids, I said, it's, it's like the birthdays. Every stock has a birthday. And I say, you just have to know when their birthday is. And so once you know what their birthday is, then you have to know if you're invited to the birthday party. That's it. Because they had friends that had birthdays that didn't celebrate it. I say some, some people have their birthdays, but they won't celebrate it. Others will have a birthday. But the question is, are you invited to it? I have an 11-year-old now and an 8-year-old. At the time I was teaching them, they were like 7 and 4, 7 and 4, 7 and 5 at the time. Okay. So I showed them this. You look at the last 10 years, this yellow line here tells you this. That's what that tells you saying, hey, this is the pattern of the last 10 years. I can see that this goes up around here. Great. I can also see that it goes up around here and it also goes up around here. So remember, this is February in Valentine's. Why is it that at the end of April going into May, it rallies again? And somebody mentioned earlier, what is the one event that we celebrate in May? Mother's Day. Duh. No wonder. Now, it might not even be the case, but the thing is, they make a lot of money during this period of time. How would you like to know other companies just like that doing the same thing? And so the biggest thing I do is like, once I see that, then I say, okay, I know it's coming up. When should we start buying? Because I don't want to jump the gun like I did last year, even though it didn't tell me to buy. I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and buy and just relax them. Because I think that's one of the biggest mistakes some people have made when it came to, to uh, seasonality. It's, oh, yeah, it's supposed to rally in February. Let me start buying on February 1st. And it's like, what if it doesn't work? So because that happened to me, I've now come up with a solution for that. I go over here to this price chart. There's a few things I need to be able to see. Now, this is end-of-date data that this does all the time. But one of the things I need to see is that I need to see a buy signal. So if you look over here on this right model here, this right model here, that's what we have there. And so what I do is, I come there when I know that we're getting closer and closer. If you recall on that report that I wrote on 20 and on 20 and the 22nd, I said, I said, hey, we will wait for the right model to give us a buy signal on the daily or weekly chart before buying it. Because again, I made the mistake of jumping in before I saw the signal, just being arrogant, thinking it was going to, you know, oh, yeah, it's always done. It's never failed. It's going to do it again. And then this time it failed. I had nobody to blame but myself. All right. So when I look at this now, and I said, okay, so this was on the 20, on the 20th, right? So this is the 20th. Notice what the right model says. This is a wait and hold. See, this green, the red background tells us it's bearish. 
the green background tells us it's bullish. But at this time, seeing the red background, I said, look, it hasn't turned bullish yet. So those just wait. So that was on the 20th. On the 23rd, saying wait. On the 24th, it says, get out of your long position, but definitely place a stop. That's why that short stop. Place a stop on your short positions. Over here, it says, getting short or get out. So this is one in the bears. Say, get out of this trade if you bearish. Get out. Nothing is invisible. Exactly. And so my whole thing is like there are data that would tell us, yes, money is beginning to flow into things. Movements is beginning to take place. The patterns are beginning to repeat themselves. And just wait until you start seeing it. And so at this point, on the 25th, it's literally warning anybody who was bearish on 1-800-Flowers. It says, get insured, meaning that place your stop or get out of the stock if you bearish. Then on the 26th, now it says long stop exit short. This is now telling you exit your short positions. Like at before it was saying, protect yourself, protect yourself, do this, place your stop, do this. Now it's saying, look, you need to get out. Like there's no if, buts, and anything. This is data, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. This is not a hunch. This is not, and this is not looking at factoring anything, but it's just looking at the data. It's like, is money flowing in, money flowing out? Is everything okay? Should we be panicking? Should we not? And it's saying exit shorts. That means get out. It was already warning us two, three days ahead place your stop, get out, or make sure you have insurance in place. Over here is a no, no, get out, just, just get out. And over here, when it says long stops, then you can go long, but make sure you have stops in place. Then the very next day, it gives us a buy cover signal. That was what we were talking about over here, where we said, we know it's going to happen towards the end of January, maybe early February, but we will wait until it gives us a signal. Because if it doesn't give us a buy signal, we don't buy. But if it gives us a buy signal, we know things are beginning to happen. So we're watching this, and lo and behold, boom, on this day, buy cover. I was like, guys, it's time to buy. And then at that point, every single day from then on, because just like uh, Matt said, nothing is invincible. What if, as we buy it, after we buy, things start happening, you know, we need to know, then every single day you just come in. Getting sure to get out. And then it's like, buy it again. This was literally two days ago. Yesterday, it was begging people, you need to buy shares of 1-800-Flowers. Does anybody know what shares of 1-800-Flowers did today? Let's just go here and see. Let's go here. 26% up today alone. Boom. Coincidence? I don't think so. Not coincidence. This is what I dedicated my life studying and researching and say, how do I make sure that I'm not using my emotions? I'm not afraid. I can use data to tell me when things are working and things are not working. Ladies and gentlemen, I have used this over and over and over. Um, I can show you multiple stocks. Here's Google. We did this on Google. Okay. Same thing. When you go here to the price chart on Google, we got our signal on Google back over here. So as early as January 11th, Google has a tendency to rally in January. Most people don't know these things. NVIDIA has the ability every year, 10 and 0 record. How many people knew that? That Google goes up every month of January for the last 10 years, never failed. Never failed for the last 10 years. Most people have no idea. NVIDIA, that means even through the pandemic, ladies and gentlemen, they did it, okay? And so I'm looking at this and people have no idea that these things happen. And when I hear people say, oh, I know about it. Look at this. It was telling us, go uh, exit your short positions. Make sure you go long. Start buying. Start buying. Go look at the charts of these companies today. Now, I mean, we relatively just finished the month of January, right? But here's Google. Here's what Google's done. This is when we got the signal for Google back here was when we got the signal. Now, we knew to be prepared for this because we already understood and we know what to look for. Anybody who bought that is a happy man today. NVIDIA did the same thing too. And there's so many other stocks. The question is, what are the stocks that we need to be paying attention to? Look at this. NVIDIA. Is it coincidence? They've never failed in the month of January. How many people knew NVIDIA never failed in the month of January for the last 10 years? And here we are again. And the question is, is it going to happen again this year? We don't know, but I have this platform to help me with that now. Does that make sense? And so we have a whole lot. I mean, this, I'm going to show you this. This is a list of stocks that are 
supposed to go up starting tomorrow. Bank of America is one that we're watching very closely, okay? Do you use options? Yes. So I'm going to wrap it up with this because I do have to go. I have literally three minutes left, but yes. So um, I literally just did a whole new video on this, okay, that goes into because I wanted to make sure that I updated it. If you're interested in getting this, which I highly recommend, guys, okay, go to this link right here, rightsidetrading.com forward slash seasonality, okay? Um, if you go on there, uh, this you will get the recording right away. Thank you so much for doing that, Dave. You will get the recording right away that I did literally like three, four days ago, okay? Because I wanted to update it with everything that's going on right now. Um, it talks about, you know, how to choose a target, where you can expect things to go realistically. Again, I don't guess. I don't do guessing. I don't do hoping. I don't do wishing, you know, saying I don't do hopium and praying. I, I do pray. I'm a Christian. I believe in God. But, you know, I need to see data. Like, it's almost like a scientist when it comes to trading how to determine how long you should be in the trade, what are the type of options to trade, what are the best ones, the safest one, how to pick your expirations and your strikes. Literally, this is all the stuff that I went into. And then you also see certain indicators that I use so that if you don't use the platform, you have these indicators to help you with that. But in addition to all this, I'm going to give you access to the platform. Now, if you go to my platform, uh, my website right now, you can get the platform. I charge $367 per month. And I truly believe that because I said, look, if you use this for $367 a month for one month, doing the things that you learn in this course, you should be able to make your money back. Then I give like, hey, you want to go three months? I'll give you a discount. But today, and for those who take action today, $97, you get the platform, okay? You get the platform, you'll get some little bit of tutorials, how to scan, how to find these stuff, because this is what we use to find the stocks and everything. Get the platform $97. Try for one month. If you don't like it, you know, fine. But this is the big offer. $297. You will get 12 months of this access. Now, keep in mind, this thing is like $367 per month. And I'm saying for even less than that, not only would I give you 12 months access to it, but you will also get the recorded of this whole video that I did on seasonality. Okay. You won't get the seasonality recorded on the 97, but you will get it on the 297. And I'll give you 12 months access so that if you're telling me after watching my video and 